financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. And we're really glad to have you join us today because in this show, we're going to be discussing how to create a retirement that you can be proud of. And we discuss retirement all the time, and it comes with a lot of decisions, such as what age should I retire? Uh, certainly a big decision is when do I begin claiming my Social Security benefit? Do I have enough assets to meet my financial needs? Do I have plans for how I'm going to spend in my retirement? Am I going to want to spend more time with family? Am I want to travel? Am I going to take up some hobbies, play a little more golf, things I'd like to do? So this show is meant to help our listeners answer these questions and more so they have the retirement they've worked hard for all these years they can be proud of. Well, Eric, uh, that brings me to a question that I've, I've always wanted to ask you, and I don't know if we've discussed this specifically on the show before, uh, but regarding this topic, um, I think it's a good one, first of all, and I, I'm really excited about today's show because it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about some fun things that our listeners can really uh, grab a hold of and use in their own retirement planning. And one of the things I wanted to ask you right up front, Eric, is do people, when they come to you, Eric, uh, do they ask you uh, it, to help them decide when they can retire? I mean, is that a question they come to you? Like, uh, we don't know when we can retire. Can you help us figure that out? Is that something that you do? Do you help people figure that out? Absolutely. Uh, you know, that's a big question. And, it, and, and the answer to that really helps define how people or going to spend those last few years or months uh, working up to that moment. So, yeah, having a plan in place and knowing what the goal is, and knowing the reason that we're we're doing these these things, taking these steps is uh, is critical to it. So, yeah, a lot of people have those questions. They they'll say things like, you know, we're not sure if we have enough money to retire, or uh, we're not sure uh, if we can afford to retire, or we're not sure if our money will be able to last when we retire. So these are all decisions that, uh, that really will impact how they'll spend their retirement years. And so we spend a lot of time going through stuff just like that. Well, good, good. Well, before we get into it and get into the meat of the show on creating a retirement that you can be proud of, then I, I just wanted to ask you, Eric, we have so much fun doing this show each week. But in between, I, I, hadn't gotten a, I haven't had a chance to talk to you very much in the last few days. So how have you been? What's going on? Well, everything's good. Uh, 
had a nice uh, Easter last Sunday, and that was uh, really nice. I drove from Reno over to Sacramento uh, in a snowstorm both ways. Oh. We finally got a little bit of winter, and uh, and that was uh, interesting. I've done it many times, but it was really nice to see two of my older brothers and their families and grandkids and nieces and great nieces and nephews and all that. It was just a, a very chaotic uh, Sunday, but it was really nice. Had a great time and uh, been really busy this week. Did a couple of workshops last week, so everything's really good. How about you? Oh, I had a great Easter as well. I drove down to see my parents and spend some time with my cousins and my aunt down there. She fixed a huge meal. There were probably 15 or 16 of us there at her house, and uh, there was enough food to feed an entire army. Uh, So that was fun. Uh, That's always a good time. Family is important. It's really important to me, and I know it's important to you as well. So I think that's great. And I've been doing good, but really busy. This is a a busy time of year, I know, for you and for me. Uh, But the show is kind of a nice break from our our usual busy daily lives. We, We get to talk and chat a little bit and hopefully give some advice for our listeners out there that'll help them. In fact, Eric, what are some retirement trends that our future retirees out there and current retirees should know about when they're creating their retirement plan? Well, I'll tell you some of the things that we discuss, and oftentimes these things uh, will not be discussed or they'll be minimized. And one of the things that I talk to my clients about, especially ones that are approaching the age of retirement, is your medical costs are going to be a big component uh, of of your financial lives for the rest of your life. So you do need to allocate and, and plan for healthcare costs. And when we're planning for healthcare costs, I ask clients, do you think in the next five, six, 10 years, are healthcare costs going to go down on an annual basis? Or do you think they're going to go up? And almost unanimously, they always say that healthcare costs are, are going to be higher. And so if we want to plan for an expense like that, that's really going to be there every year in retirement and probably get more impactful in terms of cost as we age, we need to allow for that. So, you know, a rule of thumb that we use in our office is, uh, and, and I don't like to scare listeners, but really when someone turns 65 and they get on Medicare, they still have to pay a premium to uh, have Medicare, and the current premium is right around $105 a month. And then if they're going to have a supplemental insurance plan, like a Medicare supplement, those run about $130 to $150 a month. And then you need a drug plan as well, because Medicare doesn't cover prescription drugs, so you need a Medicare drug plan. So when when everything's said and done, Realistically, a 65-year-old is going to spend about $3,000 a year, and if it's a couple, that's $6,000 a year, and those costs are going to go up uh, with medical inflation as they age. And so, you know, that's a trend that we can plan for. We can plan that medical costs are going to be at a certain level, and we can plan that they're only going to get higher. Um, We can also plan that. Uh, You know, economies are more globally linked. Uh, Therefore, 
you know, when a bank defaults in Spain, it might rattle our markets here. And sometimes people don't understand why, but, you know, we can, we can expect to have market volatility for those retirees that want to stay invested uh, in stocks. Uh, we can expect that taxes are going to do what, Tony? Go up, uh, yeah, go down, gonna, stay the same. They're going to go up. Yeah, they're going to go up, you know. So I tell my clients, look, we have to, we have to plan that even though your income may not be that high, that your tax liability will probably uh, increase over your lifetime and more and more uh, things will um, cost more money. So we have to plan for inflation. You know, the government reports that inflation is under control and that's one of the reasons they have been reluctant to raise interest rates, the Federal Reserve. But if you talk to a retired person that say they own their home outright, they've done everything right, they own their home outright, uh, so they don't have a cost per se of housing. If you remove that from the equation and you ask them, well, has the cost of food gone up to you, Mr. and Mrs. Jones? They almost always say yes, and not just a little bit, dramatically. Yeah. Um, and has the cost of your health care gone up? And has the cost of your medicine that you, you know, prescriptions that you have to buy gone up? And it's always, always, it's almost always yes. And so, uh, you know, so planning for retirement and having your retirement all worked out, we need to be real about certain things like, our tax exposure is is probably going to increase over our lifetime, and our healthcare expenses are probably going to go up as well. And so, um, those are some trends that I see. There's some other little ones that, you know, some tax advantages people can take to, you know, take advantage of and and whatnot. But, you know, we're always mindful of income tax because I tell clients uh, if you can save a dollar in income tax, that's a dollar you do not have to put at risk to try and get a return on it. And so we're very mindful with our investment plans of making them tax efficient, uh, things of that nature. And all of those things combined, all those little things that we do can really make a difference and really help ensure that our clients will have the retirement that they're proud of. Right. And a key in retirement nowadays, you really have to strategize and use a lot of different strategies in a retirement plan to make sure that you can live comfortably and have enough money to last you. People are living longer and longer, Eric, as we know, and we've mentioned that before on the show, but they just updated the, upgraded the longevity tables officially uh, and added five years for male and female. I mean, we went from in, in the year 1900 at the turn of the century, the life expectancy, the average life expectancy was 49. And now we're up into the 80s, you know, mid to late 80s. And they say if a couple reaches the age of 65, where one or both of the spouses are 65, uh, the odds that one of them will live into their 90s is about 90% or 80%. So that's, that's huge. And a lot of people are living longer and longer. So we need to have that planned out. And like you said, healthcare comes into that if, if they're living longer, correct? Absolutely. I mean, uh, my father was a great example of it. Uh, he was a Korean War vet, but he was like many people from that era. Um, health wasn't uh, a primary concern of his. He smoked. He was a lifelong smoker, and he smoked unfiltered cigarettes, you know, the old school kind, camel unfiltered cigarettes. And he had his first heart attack in his 50s, and he, you know, he shrugged it off like, a, ah, no big deal. 
and uh, he became completely disabled in his early 60s. And, you know, I always used to joke he's, you know, one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel, you know, but he moved in with me when he was 62 years old and he died when he was 81. And every year I thought, this is it. This is the year he's, we're going to lose him, you know, and I'd call my siblings and say, you know, dad's in the hospital again. And I mean, he had bypass surgery one Christmas Eve. We were Aww. after uh, having a big meal, you know, he thought he was having indigestion. I looked at him and just knew he wasn't looking right. But, you know, medical advances just kept him going. He just kept going and going and going. Uh, he had, he ended up having five bypasses, uh, over his lifetime. Oh my goodness. He was an, yeah, he was an insulin diabetic. Uh, he had to take insulin, you know, every time he ate and he had emphysema. So, Sheep. you know, the last year he was alive, he was on oxygen, you know, and I would just, he just was, he just kept going along and <laughs> doctors kept going along and, and that's the way it is, you know? Uh, so people are living longer. And, and the other challenge that, that we see is, you know, people's, their, their careers, their work careers aren't as long as they used to be. We used to have a lot of workers that would go from high school right into the workforce. And so, you know, by the time they were 20, they were working at a job, uh, maybe in a factory somewhere. And so they'd work from 20 to 60 or 65. So they'd work 45 years. Right. And they'd have 45 years to pay off their house, to put money aside. Mm-hmm. And maybe they had a pension to coincide with Social Security. But by the time they hit 65, what was their life expectancy back in the 60s? You know, maybe they'd live to 70, 72, something like maybe, that. Maybe, yeah. So you had 45 years to accumulate assets. And you need those assets to last, let's say, 15 years at the most. At max, yeah. Yeah. Now we have people that they don't even really enter the workforce truly until they're almost 30. They've gone to school and nobody graduates in four years anymore. In fact, I think the average age for a college graduate or the average time frame is now five years plus. It is. So they go to school and then they're in their mid twenties and then they, they might, you know, have a couple jobs and then they really get serious about work. Uh, maybe when they start getting serious about a family and, and, and marriage and things of that nature. And so realistically, they're, they're truly committed in a career at 30 years old. And they want to retire at 60 or 62 or 65 even. So now we've got 35 years of the potential earnings, uh, money to be set aside in 401ks and IRAs and everything else. 35 years, yeah. Yeah, 35 years. And then how long are they going to live from 65 to 85? That's 20 years. So you got, you know, 35 years putting it in and you got to make it last 20 years coming out. I mean, it's getting harder and harder. Yeah, it is. And uh, I'll tell you that it, it was so much easier back in the 90s. Uh, I was working at a, a, a large uh, firm that I will not name, but, you know, a big firm everybody's heard of. Sure. And, and retirement planning was, was, was nothing, really. All it was was you switched accounts and you set up an account where there was a systematic selling of stocks to uh, be sent to them every month, you know, if they wanted a thousand dollars a month, whatever the number was, you just set up a systematic selling monthly of enough of their securities to generate the money they needed. And you would assume that the portfolio itself would earn that money back every year. And, you know, from what, about 1991 
1999, we had just an incredible run on the market. And so, you know, people were really used to that. But, uh, you know, now, uh, if you just look at the decade of, you know, 2000 to 2010, we had two recessions. One lasted three years, and the market lost about 30% over those three years. And we had one one-year recession where the market lost 30%. So imagine active retirees that were kind of winging it and just, uh, you know, taking money out of a brokerage account systematically and not really worried and, and, and just assuming that their account was going to earn that money they pulled out back. And it just didn't work out for those folks. So we really need to be more cautious and really have good plans in place for current retirees to make sure that they can endure the next recession. And uh, they don't have to go back to, uh, be forced to go back to work because they've lost everything and things of that nature. So yeah, it's a different landscape out there, Tony. It really is. Well, you know what? We have to take a quick commercial break. But Eric, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to add or tell our listeners? Well, um, I do have a couple of uh, interesting things on our website. Uh, One of them is what we call our retirement uh, income toolkit. And you can download it by going to our website. And that is www.nvretirementplanners.com. And the retirement toolkit gives you lots of great tools about social security planning, income planning, things that can really uh, kind of help direct you and get you on a path to a retirement that you can be proud of. So uh, if you have trouble downloading it, just give us off our office a call. We can shoot one uh, to you in the mail or, uh, or email one to you as well. All right. And let's take this opportunity, Eric, to also let our listeners know that uh, the show is uh, getting better and bigger all the time. And we've got an exciting new time slot. We're no longer going to be on Sundays. Is that correct? Yeah, we're moving uh, from Sundays at 9 a.m. to Saturdays at 3 p.m. So the show today is the last one that will be on Sunday. And next week, we will be uh, starting our show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. So we're really excited about that. Definitely. And it's going to be a great new show and lots of exciting topics. And uh, Eric, you're the man. But we'll be right back to finish up our discussion on retirement planning with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners on Financially Tuned after this. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, but you can just forget about that name because the man of the hour, or in this case, the man of the half hour, is Eric Cheek. Eric, you are a madman when it comes to this retirement planning stuff. Uh, you just uh, you, you know all about um, minimizing people's tax burdens. You have all the strategies in place. In fact, uh, Social Security is a big part of retirement planning, and we talk about it a lot. But in today's topic, you know, creating a retirement you can be proud of, uh, really the first step, as we've pointed out on other shows, and you're quick to tell us this, Eric, 
you have to figure out how much you're going to need in retirement, what you want to accomplish and how much you're going to need. Then you look at people's assets and see what they have to work with. And then what's the next step? You maximize their social security, right? Well, obviously that's, to me, that's the first step because any dollar that we increase uh, the social security benefit is a dollar we do not have to use from other sources of money that people have set aside, saved and invested money they have in 401ks or whatever. So, and, and it's something that we can work with. Uh, we know the numbers when people bring their social security reports to our office. Once we have the numbers from social security, we can plug them into our software and then we can plan around it. And the, the planning really becomes really is, is how people, how much income they want to generate in retirement. At some point with every retiree, they're going to need to look at what they've set aside and figure out the best way to convert that sum of money into income streams. And, you know, back in the day when I worked at a big firm, like I said, we did it the simple way. We just sold assets and sent them a check and didn't worry about it too much. But that type of strategy doesn't have. Uh, a, a really good likelihood that it will last their lifetime. And so we want to make sure that people don't outlive their assets. Um, you know, the, the one common thing I'll tell you, Tony, that, that, that clients always want is, is two primary goals in retirement is people don't want to have their lifestyle downgraded because they're retired now. A lot of people set their lifestyle standard to the income they bring in. And when they're working, it's tied to that working income. And simply because people don't have working income anymore, I don't have a lot of clients that come into the office and say, oh, goody, I want to have less money now that I'm retired. <laughs> and so they want to they maintain the same standard of living. And that typically requires the same, the same level of income. Well, sure it does. We just have to look at, yeah, we have to look at different ways of generating the income. They don't make the income off of their wages or their, their working income. And the other thing is, is that people do not want to be like my parent, my father, who lived with a child for 17 years because he simply had no money to live off of. He lived off of uh, a small social security check and a VA disability check. And so, you know, people want to remain independent and they still want to call their shots in their lives. And how people remain independent in retirement is by having sufficient assets and sufficient income. Well, exactly. And so once you maximize the social security, figure out what assets they have, uh, there's typically this gap of income each month that they're going to need that even once you maximize social security and look at maybe any other sources of income they have, uh, you have to fill that gap. And so you look for other things to fill that gap. You know, you look at maybe do they have an IRA or a nest egg? What are they doing with that? Uh, how do you fill that gap? How do you help your clients fill that income gap then? Well, it's a process, Tony, and, it, and it's not something that it's a one size fits all uh, situation, you know, everyone really is unique. They have unique circumstances with family and their needs for income and, and all these different factors. And then the other factor that we need to discuss is how much risk does a retired person want to expose their nest egg to? 
And so oftentimes I'll just ask clients straight out, what rate of return is worth risking your life savings? Put a number on it for me so I can comprehend it. Is it, is it 10% a year? Is it 20%? Is it 15? Is it some number in between? Because I want people to realize that when you retire, if you have big losses in investment accounts, it's incredibly difficult to earn them back. Oh, yeah. You have, you have one disadvantage that in retirement that you did not have when you were working. You don't have the ability to fill up an investment loss with earnings from your work. You can't simply say, hey, I'll just put more money to my 401k because it hasn't done so good in the last couple of years. You don't have that ability. You're living off your investment. So you have to be mindful of losses. So we need to have a discussion about risk and how much risk that they want to expose themselves to. Uh, do they want to have you know, half of their money exposed to risk uh, for the long term and half of their money uh, in safer instruments? So we needed to, to have that discussion about risk and what they're comfortable with. Um, and, and what their expectations are, and then work around that. And like I said, everybody's different. I have clients that are in their late 80s, early 90s, and they're, they're very comfortable with having their assets exposed to the equity markets, and they have a lot of stock investments, and they're comfortable with it. They've been doing it for years. They know how it works. And it works for them. And I have other clients that are just the opposite. Uh, I have a, a new client that I'm working with, and he's been so nervous about market losses that for the last six years, he's essentially been in cash. And so, oh. look at a person like that. They've they've missed the doubling essentially of our stock market in the last six years. He's missed it all. But plus, he's lost. He's okay. Money. He says, "Yeah." He said, "Well, really." You know, I could say that you've lost money to inflation, and then there's certainly the opportunity lost of not having that money invested. But, you know, is that type of person suddenly going to get in the market now that he is retired and, and uh, going to start living off his money? No. So we're going to have to look at very, very safe and secure ways of protecting the principle sure. that he is uh, entrusting with me. So we're going to look at laddering some fixed indexed annuities that provide guarantees against principal loss, but give him the opportunity to get some decent returns, certainly better than the money sitting in the bank collecting dust the way it has been in the last few years. Sure. And he'll do real, he'll do real good yeah. and he'll address his, his needs for income in a safe way. Sure. At least he protected his principal, but had he been in the market, the problem is a lot of people panic when we have a 2008 and the market tanks, people panic and pull out. <laughs> and then they have no idea or when to get in. They're afraid and they miss the uh, correction. So they miss, they could have, you know, uh, they miss the uptick. Yeah. And, the, and, and really, if you just back up, if you think about a retired person, there's no way when, when I have new clients that come to my office and say they lost 30 or 40% of their investments in 2008, I mean, that's just almost a crime in my mind because my clients had nothing like that. I mean, if, if you're going to expose someone to that kind of risk when they're retired, uh, I don't think you have any business uh, planning people's retirements and being entrusted 
uh, with someone's life savings. You know, there's just no need for it. Exactly. And I think that's a great note for us to end the show on today. Um, We have to go. We're out of time. But before we do, why don't you let our listeners know about the change in time and how they can get a hold of you? You bet. Uh, Our show is moving from Sundays at nine o'clock. This is the last one that we'll be broadcasting at 9 a.m. on Sundays. Next week, we'll be broadcasting uh, on Saturday at 3 p.m. in the afternoon. And it's a great time slot. And I'm sure uh, our listeners will really like the change. I know I do. And if anyone wishes to contact me, they can email me or get on our website, which is www.nbretirementplanners.com, or give me a call. Uh, We're open 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, and our phones are always ringing, and we're always answering. And that number is 775-674-2222. Hope all our listeners tune in next Saturday at 3 p.m. All right. We'll be back, but not at the same time or same place. It'll be next Saturday, and we'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. 